Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This activity titled, Addressing the Challenge in Rechallenge Strategies for Metastatic Colorectal Cancer, is provided by Agile. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. My name is Professor Fortunato Sciardiello. This is a CME activity on ReachMD. And the topic of today is to illustrate to the audience the rechallenge strategies with anti-GFR monoclonal antibodies in metastatic colorectal cancer in order to help the physicians to optimally treat the patients with refractory metastatic colorectal cancer. The epidermal growth factor receptor is a relevant growth factor receptor for the pathogenesis of metastatic colorectal cancer. It is expressed in the majority of tumors, and anti-GFR molecular antibodies as selected molecular target therapies have changed the treatment landscape for these patients. Today with me will be Professor Erika Martinelli. Hi, Erika. Hi, this is Erika Martinelli. I'm Associate Professor in Medical Oncologist, and I'm very happy to be here to discuss the challenge in metastatic rectal cancer patient. To start our conversation, let's talk before about the current treatment strategies for patients with metastatic rectal cancer having RS well-type disease, and basically to define according to guidelines what are the scenarios for first-line therapy and for second-line therapy for these patients in order to understand how we can use rechallenge with anti-GFR therapies and when to use it. I have a question for you, Erika. Given guidelines for the first two lines of treatment, in the subsequent lines of treatment, when we talk about refractory metastatic or rectal cancer patients, what is the possibility of rechallenge treatment by using anti-GFR therapy? So first of all, we have to consider that in patients with RAS wild type metastatic or rectal cancer, especially in left side metastatic or rectal cancer, it is strongly recommended that this is also on the last version of guidelines to use the anti-GF receptor in combination with chemotherapy. And this is what has been present on the guidelines. The recommendation for right-sided is not so strong. So in this case, we do not recommend to use anti-GF receptor. But in left-sided, this is the treatment. At progression, this kind of patient received, in a vast majority of the cases, chemotherapy in combination with anti-angiogenic drug. But of course, we have to consider that after a first and second line failure, in patients who responded very well to anti-GF receptor in first line, we can consider the rechallenge. But before entering, of course, in this conversation, we should address what is the concept of rechallenge. If a patient responded very well in first line and at certain time point the disease progressed, this is why there are some mutated clones that are responsible for progression. We stopped the first line treatment, started a second line treatment, eventually with the anti-androgenic drug in combination with chemo. And of course, we give to the patient an anti-EGF receptor free. We give the possibility to kill the mutated clones, the ras time clones rise again, and so the disease becomes again sensitive to anti-GF receptor blockades. So in this case, we call rechallenge strategies. So it's very important to understand what we mean when we say anti-GF receptor rechallenge in ras type metastatic rectal cancer. Thank you. 
Thank you, Erica. This is really fascinating because basically this helps us to identify those patients with refractory metastatic colorectal cancer that most likely will benefit from rechallenge therapies with anti-GFR drugs. What our audience can learn from this part of the presentation is that patients should be RAS wild-type metastatic colorectal cancer patients that responded very well to first-line treatment with chemotherapy plus an anti-GFR antibody. And then at the beginning of third line or further line of treatment, before starting the challenge with anti-GFR antibodies, were tested by liquid biopsy to evaluate the status of the disease. Only patients with liquid biopsy tested RAS-wide type disease are suitable for anti-GFR challenge and will benefit from this treatment. Now, Erica, I have again a question for you. Can you help us to understand which are the clinical data to support what I said on EGFR challenge value for metastatic colorectal cancer patients? Yes, we have to say that the study for rechallenge started a long time ago. Initially, we have only retrospective trial. But I would say that we have now phase two trial that demonstrate the effectiveness of rechallenge. First of all, I would like to comment the cricket study. This is a phase two trial in which patients who responded in first line to anti-GF receptor received as a rechallenge treatment irinotecan plus cetuximab. And the primary endpoint of the trial was response rate. But if we consider the post-hoc analysis made for circulating tumor DNA, we see the RAS-wild type patient and the mutated patient, the activity of cetuximab plus irinotecan treatment as a rechallenge was only find in RAS wild type that were wild type at the CTDNA analysis. We have a PFS median of four months and a median overall survival of 12.5 months. This is the first prospective trial, but we have also another trial that we have conducted. Here, we used a different strategy for rechallenge. In fact, we used the combination of cetuximab with immunotherapy in immunocheckpoint abelumab. These patients in the CAVE metastatic rectal cancer trial were MSS, and we have as a primary objective the median overall survival that in our intention to treat population was reached. In fact, we reported 11.6 months. But also in this case, if we see the activity of patients that were RAS wild type at CTDNA analysis, so we performed a liquid biopsy just before the treatment of cetuximab and avelumab, you can clearly see that important benefit that the patient with ras white type CTDNA had. In fact, we reported in the CAVE trial a median overall survival of 17.3 months and a median progression-free survival of 4.1 months. But we have to admit that these are very interesting data. This is a retrovatory population, so this is very important to get this information. And uh, more recently, we also conducted another phase two trial. This is a randomized phase two, in which uh, in the same population of CAVE in the cricket trial, the patients were randomized to receive trifluidine tipiracil plus panitumumab versus the standard that was uh, trifluidine tipiracil alone. And you can see also here from the slide that the benefit of the combination treatment that is trifluidine tipiracil plus panitumumab was showed, especially in patients that were RAS wild type at the cDNA analysis 
Now we have a median progression-free survival of 4.5 months versus 2.6 for the control arm with an hazard ratio of 0.48. And if you consider the super-selected population, so the patient who at baseline do not present any mutation in RAS genes, BRAF, EGF receptor, RB2, MAP, and pietrogenase, you can see that here the benefit of the rechallenge strategy with the trifluridine tipirazil plus pinetumab is very high. We have a median progression-free survival of 6.4 months. Erika, according to the data you have presented, the three trials, Cricket, Cave, and Velo, have clearly shown that in RAS wild-type patients at a liquid biopsy assessment before treatment with anti-GFR antibody, either cetuximab or panitumab, in combination with the Rinotican in the Cricket trial, with Avelumab in the Cave trial, or with Panitumumab in the Velo trial, there is a significant activity and relevant clinical efficacy of these treatments for patients that were treated correctly in the rechallenge setting. For those of you just coming in now, you are listening to a CME activity on RICH-MD. I am Professor Fortunato Ciardiello, and here with me today is Professor Erika Martinelli. We are discussing a very fascinating topic for the therapy of metastatic colorectal cancer in the chemorefractory setting, the challenges and the possibility of anti-GFR rechallenge. Therefore, Erika, can you tell us where the field is going in terms of anti-GFR rechallenge therapies to optimize this treatment option? So you're right, the field is evolving and we have several ongoing trials on the rechallenge as a topic. But you can see that here from this slide that we have the Parere, the Pulse trial, the FIRE4. In this trial, you can see, especially for Parere and Pulse, the patient will be selected according to the liquid biopsy. So this is an evolution of what we have seen before. And in this case, we found that patient may be rechallenged only with panitumumab or in combination with irinotecan. But I will point your attention on these other two studies that are ongoing, and we are coordinating these two studies, the CAPRI-2-GON trial and the CAVE-2-GON trial. You can see in the first study, in the CAPRI-2-GON trial, that patient may receive a rechallenge with irinotecan cetuximab if they will be rust well type at liquid biopsy. And also in the CAVE-2, we have the evolution of the CAVE trial because in CAVE trial, we use the cetuximab in combination with avelumab. Now we have, according to the results of liquid biopsy, a randomized phase two trial in which patient will be randomized to receive cetuximab plus avelumab or avelumab alone. In this case, we will see the contribution of immunotherapy to the combination with the cetuximab. Thank you, Professor Martinelli. This is a very comprehensive analysis of the current ongoing trials, and the results of these studies will tell us which is the optimal strategy for using the rechallenge concept with anti-geformal antibodies. Now, before we wrap up, Dr. Martinelli, can you share with us at least one take-home message for our audience? on anti-GFR rechallenge therapy and the role of anti-GFR antibodies such as cetuximab? Yes, we have to consider in the continuum of care that rechallenge is an active treatment. We have saw the results very interesting, very fascinating. We get important PFS and important overall survival. Of course, this is active, but we have to select 
the patient. We have to initially select the patient according to clinical criteria, so the patient who responded in first line to anti-gephrosecto treatment, to guide our decision for the challenge strategy. Never forget to perform the lipid biopsy because only according to results of lipid biopsy, we will know that the rechallenge strategy will be effective for metastatic colorectal cancer patient. Thank you. Thank you again, Erika. Unfortunately, that is all the time we had today. So I would like to thank our audience for having listened to us today. Thank you again, Erika, for joining me and for sharing all of your valuable insight on this topic. It was really great again to speak with you today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Agile. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash agile. Thank you for listening.